Welcome to the Love Positivism podcast. I'm Shireen Oberg and I'm a yoga teacher and author devoted to the path of healing and heart-based living. And I want to help you to step into what you truly are and to your highest potential. On this podcast, I share with you tools and insights to help you move ever forward on your spiritual and healing path. With guests from all over the world, from different wisdom traditions, I wish to create a web of loving energy that permeates the whole world to create more love and peace. You can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube for more guidance and love. Hi to all you loving beings. So beautiful to connect with you again this week. And I've been on a journey in southern Italy, in Sicily, and have had the opportunity to really slow down and just tune into my body. So I hope you also had a few weeks during this beautiful month of cancer season to slow down and just prepare yourself for the breakthroughs of August and this powerful Lion's Gate, the new moon in Leo coming up today. If you if you are listening to this the day of the episode's release, you know that tonight we will be having, or depending on where you are, it can be today, we're having our Lionsgate activation and initiation online, me and Sandra Ray. So if you still want to join, there are you have some time to sign up so you can join us for this. And it starts at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. And this week's episode is so much fun. It's with a very dear friend of mine that I've known for so many years. And she's been on a similar path as me to towards this holistic healing approach. And she's really inspired me on her journey. And we've been really walking this journey together. Her name is Anna Kaplan. She's a holistic health practitioner, herbalist, uh, and Yoni STEAM practitioner and a nursing student. And she's of Swedish and Kurdish descent and has spent her time connecting with her ancestral wisdom the past couple of years. And a few years ago, Anna heard the call to study healing and herbalism and left her career in business and finance. And she went on to study a herbalist program both in Sweden and one from Ireland and ended up studying Western medicine now as well at the university in here in Sweden. And she's very passionate about women's health and healing. And she's also a certified yoga teacher. And on her own path, she's taken a shamanic approach to her own healing. And today she really uh, talks us through the work and the connection to plants and herbs that we can create. And how important it is to listen to your soul's calling and your body's cycles. We talk about how you can enhance your healing through herbs. She touches on planetary herbalism, what it is, and what herbs she uses for rituals and ceremonies. We talk about the medicine of the rose. And yeah, I'm really excited for you to listen to this and see if this resonates with you. And I would love to know if it does. You can connect with me on Instagram at lovepositivism. And if you do want to check out the event today, the online gathering, circle and ceremony, you can also 
visit my website at lovepositivism.com. And I want to give just a big hug and love to my show partners, Ace of Air. They have sponsored this episode and their newly launched beauty and wellness brand committed to products that put people and planet above all. Their line of clean, vegan and cruelty-free skincare and supplements have been synergistically formulated at the intersection of herbalist wisdom and modern science, focusing on rituals that work from the inside out. Inspired by Mother Nature's ability to create abundance without waste, Acevere is the first and only beauty and wellness brand designed to be entirely circular and fully zero waste. You can explore more at acevere.com. And find them on Instagram as well on Ace of Air. And you have their links in the show notes. I love them. I love their concept. And it's revolutionary. So if you want to be a part of healing Mother Earth and healing nature, then this is something that we all can move forward with and using this circular products and brands. And I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi, Anna. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so glad to have you here and to connect with you. And I want to ask you, I just want to ask you what type of mindfulness practice you have on a daily basis, something that grounds you. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Well, for me, uh, it's very important to stay grounded and I especially try to do that in the morning time it kind of so makes me present and also when doing it in the morning it kind of sets the moods for the day um, so the type of practice for grounding and being present can be it can vary from day to day so it could either be to meditate or doing some grounding breath exercises or just being outside or preferably doing both (laughs) maybe do a meditation outside um, and do some grounding breath outside and um, yeah and especially like now during summertime here uh, in Sweden I try to be outside in nature every day if I have the time so I'm very fortunate to to live in the countryside so I basically have the forest outside my house so I can be in nature every day and you're taking long walks in the forest and, and working with with nature in various ways and another way to stay grounded is to do you know I do a lot of gardening for example and that makes me very present and also try to stay tuned to my to my body my both my body and mind and you know, nurture myself and, for example, try to eat healthy, uh, nourishing food. And if my body feels like it, maybe being more active one day, if that's what my body wants and, you know, tune in if I need to do the opposite and and rest, uh, for example. So kind of balance and tune in. Um, That kind of practice makes me mindful and uh, grounded. Thank you so much for sharing that. I love that and being also flexible and not rigid with our daily routines and and yes. just like tuning in and as you said feeling 
and doing these different aspects like yeah just being conscious about what we're eating how we start our day those are even if we don't have time to do a specific meditation practice or just walking in nature i mean it's it's a blessing to have what you have just nature outside your door and to connect with the plants directly there's so many easy ways we don't have to make it so complicated and it's just to yeah give the body what it needs exactly and i also think as women i mean we are cycle beings we are not static you know we have to go with the flow and kind of listen to the body i mean unfortunately our society is not working in in accordance Mm. to that but we can try as you said with small things you know Mm. um just taking some some moments for for yourself and and try to be grounded i think that's very important Mm. yeah thank you so much for sharing that and i'm so excited to talk to you today i was just thinking (laughs) i think we met the first time 14 years ago so it was quite a long time ago and we've been on similar paths in our what we studied and being in business school and then working in business you were specifically working in business and finance and then shifting our paths i would love for you to like yeah just introduce yourself to the listeners and how you and what you're doing right now and how you got there just your journey yeah sure um well i've been on this more spiritual path now for a couple of years and some years now and during the last years i've been working a lot and learning about herbs and herbalism and now it's been almost a part of my daily life but it did not used to be uh, as you said i was working uh, in the business and finance sector i was working with accounting uh, after i finished university but i always had a longing for something else um, and meanwhile working full-time uh, i took like various different courses in in shamanism and yoga and Chinese medicine. And I also became uh, a certified yoga and meditation teacher. And it was during this time that I kind of realized that my lifestyle or the way I was living has had damaged my my body and mind in, in one aspect. And you know, I had various issues and problems regarding the health of my womb. And um, yeah, so all this kind of opened my eyes um, to natural healing. That's where I find support. And I then discovered the divine, <laughs> powerful world of herbs and all its healing benefits. So since then, my growing interest in herbs and women's health have led me to many lifestyle changes and healing and also to connect with the divine feminine. But yeah, it was during this time and that I had a very strong desire to do something else. Uh, and I was eager to get closer to nature and One day I just found out that it was possible to study herbalism in Sweden. I did not realize that. Um, So 
I just quit my full-time job. Everybody thought I was crazy. <laughs> and I moved to this little island outside Stockholm called Biskopsana, which is one of the few places where you can actually study herbalism full-time. And I was actually just trying, trying it out and I was just supposed to stay there for one one semester just to try it. And I ended up staying the whole program that they have for one and a half year. So uh, I was doing that time I was living there and I was very, you know, you live uh, with herbalism and the herbs and in this area. Uh, so it became a very big part of my life um, that led to all these changes. So after that, I continued, uh, I studied a little bit at the Irish School of Herbalism. And I'm also just about to become certified uh, as a vaginal steam facilitator. So I'm very into uh, women's health uh, and this due to my own experiences. And my wishes is to, to combine herbalism with Western medicine. Um, so I'm also currently nursing school, but my vision is that we can combine these two worlds, you know, herbalism and alternative healing methods with uh, our Western medicine. Uh, I really think that there is a need for that at this time where we're living. Um, you know, we can, we can gain so much uh, if this world could cooperate. Um, so... Yeah, that's just a little bit <laughs> uh, and description of where, what I've been doing and uh, how I got into to herbalism in the first way. Mm. Yeah, that's so interesting and so inspiring to oh. have the courage and, and, you know, when we get to a point where I think many of us just keep on doing something that is is not serving us anymore, but we have these voices that are telling us to continue. We should please society with yes. whatever we're doing, like stay in your on the path you're on. And I think we we evolve and change. And I think it's a very masculine way of seeing things if we're looking at it so linear instead of seeing the spiral and the cycles of change, and especially women and when we are in this very young masculine dominated uh, business environments it's really hard to like you really need to balance yourself to to be able to be there especially if you are also called to a different path and you're sensitive or you're called to the spiritual path it becomes very clear that it's not serving you and the body tells us when mm -hmm. when we're not when we need to focus on something within us that needs to heal. So it's been a beautiful journey that, that we both have been like parallelly on and doing a little bit different things, but still in the same theme. So I think I'm really looking forward to seeing what evolves from these paths that we both are on. And yeah, thank you for sharing that. I think it's very inspiring. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, I would love you. Yeah, and, and one thing that, that you have got, like you, what, what you spoke about, is the healing power of working with like Mother Nature and the plants and herbs. And maybe since you've been studying it full time and 
like what is the background of that and how what have you learned while studying it what, where where did this wisdom come from and how can we use it today uh yeah you mean herbalism in general yeah, um, exactly. yeah. um well that's a good question but for me um when i started with uh, herbalism and i think for most people you see it um as some kind of medicine i guess um and uh, when we look back at at herbalism uh, or or medicine it did not used to be separated um you know physicians uh, they were both physicians and Uh, herbalists um, so they used I mean historically we've always been using herbs for for healing and medicine um, but we have unfortunately lost that knowledge uh, today um, so I think that's where starting you know this interest in herbalism is starting to evolve because there I think a lot of people are feeling that we're missing something here Um, I mean, there's so much out there in nature that we can use for, for healing. And as I said, maybe most people associate her herbalism with medicine, but there is so much more <laughs> than that uh, that I come to realize when, when working with herbs. I mean, you can use herbs for um, so many, uh, in so many ways. So you can use herbs in ceremonies, uh, for example, as incense. And, you know, for me, that has brought back a lot, a lot of uh, knowledge and, and wisdom to me. And you can use, of course, uh, herbs are also food. Uh, it's both our food and medicine. And, and a lot of our, like, uh, kitchen herbs are, are healing herbs as well. And, uh, you know, how you can use herbs for vaginal steaming and, um, and just as, you know, in gardening is because they are beautiful. And uh, so there are so many directions where you can work with herbalism. You, you can choose whatever you feel like or what you're drawn to. And, you know, there are women's herbs, there are herbs for men, and there is like the historical aspect of it as folklore or what we used to uh, what we used uh, traditionally uh, and also um, some people are working more with uh, planetary herbalism in, in uh, this is an astrological aspect and uh, how you can work with herbs according to you know the moon and the, Uh, the seasons that we are living in. Um, so there are so many ways that we can work with uh, with herbalist, uh, herbalism. And uh, yeah, uh, and as I said, you can work with it. Uh, we're talking about women's health. Uh, you can mm. use herbs for um, going with the moon uh, or cycle and, you know, bring bring the energy of a specific plant so uh, I think it was uh, uh, Nicholas Culpepper he was uh, uh, a physician and a herbalist in the 1600s and he he made this whole system of giving every plant uh, or like linking every plant to a specific 
planets. So you, uh, there are still people working with this system uh, today. So there are so many aspects in, in working with, with the herbalism and that's what I find so beautiful about it. Mm. That's so interesting. I love the planetary herbalism. It sounds amazing. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. I've heard a little bit about it, but so I guess it, it's also based on your own chart and, and how your astrology is, or is it more tuning into the frequencies that are now? I think it's both, actually. Mm -hmm. um, there are, I mean, you can read so many big books about this is how it is, and this plant belongs mm -hmm. this planet. But if you feel more tuned uh, into a specific plant or herb, uh, I would say, you, you know, go with that. You know, this plant is inviting you to teach you something. And uh, there's something there. It's calling you. Mm. Um, but but yeah, you can work it according to your chart. Uh, so for example, if you you know if you're a Leo, um, you can look up what uh, herbs are connected to to the sun because the mm. sun rules Leo. Um, so uh, yeah, that that could be one way of starting with it. Um, but definitely, I feel that if you are feeling drawn to an herb that, that it has a very deep uh, or profound calling for you actually um, mm. so I think I work both ways actually in this yeah. area yeah and it's interesting also uh, in Chinese medicine which we both have studied that you uh, look for the pattern in the body and see the qualities of the herbs and try to use what what if you have heat in the body, try to cool the mm. body. So it's really not like one herb fits all. It's really looking at where, where your body is at. It's very tailored and uh, yeah, specific because I think like with Western medicine, it's generalized very much. And Absolutely. we're not taking so much into consideration. And but I'm as you and me, I'm, we're very interested in women's health and I'm wondering in your experience, since you're also uh, gone into this more in depth, we have certain issues in society in women's health. And I would love to know if you want to share like the major issues that are their conditions in women and in the cycles and what herbs you would like to uh, work with in those specific uh, conditions if there is any major ones that you can think of right now uh, yeah uh, that's a good question um, yeah we talked a little about that earlier that you know I don't think the society is <laughs> is corresponding to our body as women you know we are cycle beings and uh, for example, one thing that I'm trying to approach is, um, uh, or including in my life is, for example, if when I'm having my in my period that I take time uh, to rest, and you know I wish I could be in in bed for all those days <laughs> during my period, but it's really hard when we have this uh, in this society. You know, it's hard to get five days off your work <laughs> every month you know but try to um, you know adapt to it as much as you can and work with what we have 
Um, and it's a good question because I think, or in my experience, and uh, you know, when I'm talking to women and uh, for example, my mother's generation, mother's generation, they did not have to have, they did not used to have these kind of issues that we have today regarding women's health. Um, so, like I can see that, um, you know, just looking around, um, there's so many women dealing with uh, period problems, um, you know, very heavy cramps or pains, uh, you know, there's um, a lot of people struggling with fertility issues, um, and you know I'm I'm not a physician, so <laughs> uh, I don't know. But um, I definitely think, from my own experience, uh, when having uh, my uh, issues or problems regarding to uh, my womb, it's been definitely linked to um, the way uh, I was living. You know with stress and, you know, performing and all this young energy that you were talking about. Um, you know, there, there was never a room for um, the young energy. Um, so uh, it led to a yin deficiency. So kind of lack of nourishment mm -hmm. uh, in the body. And so, yeah, there, yeah, I definitely believe that uh, lifestyle and also the food we are living uh, or eating um, uh, has a lot to do with uh, our uh, womb health as well because I, I believe that you know a healthy womb uh, will not uh, draw uh, illness you know a healthy womb is a happy womb um, mm. so yeah mm. Yeah, interesting. And how, um, so when you got into herbs and you, and you just spoke, touched on that in the beginning, like working with herbs, it, it can work on the physical plane, but what are the other aspects that you discovered with working with herbs? Oh, there are so many levels, uh, not only on a physical level, um, but you know, I see, <laughs> you know, like um, herbs uh, as um, like my allied friends, <laughs> you know, um, and they have helped me, pushed me into, uh, you know, the right direction in my life. But it not has, has not always been easy. You know, it brings up a lot of wounds and emotions and you know working with uh, working with a specific herb maybe for a longer time you get kind of to know it and you know it can show show you show them they can show you <laughs> their wisdom you know um, and so so definitely I think uh, uh, working with with herbs when healing on uh, an emotional level can be very uh, healing as well uh, and supportive, definitely. Um, so there are many layers uh, to work with, with healing, definitely. And I think that one has to try for themselves. Um, there is no, as I said, no, no recipe for 
one fits it all. Uh, and I also believe that if they come to you in in a time in your life when do you need them the most. And when also when you ask for healing, they kind of just pop out. <laughs> mm. you know, okay, that's that herb. I see it everywhere. Okay, maybe it wants to tell me something. Uh, and there's so much information out there. If there's a herb that you feel connected to and you see it and you hear about it, you know, there's so much information. So maybe you can find the more emotional aspect of it um, and see what it can, uh, what it means for you. Mm. And another question, maybe for those that haven't worked with herbs, I mean, there's so many different ways to uh use the herb there's yes you can use it raw you can use it as tea or infusion or like all of these different preparations how maybe you can tap into that like because you're producing your own stuff you're working with flowers and herbs and doing like preparing them in different ways how can one start with that yeah sure um well i I uh, mostly worked with uh, tinctures um, and a tincture is uh, made by infusing a herb or several herbs depending on what you want from what aspect you want or um, and you put it into alcohol and the alcohol will extract uh, the medicinal constituents constituents um, from the herb and so that's one way of uh, working with herbs and you can also as you said uh, make an infusion um, and that's quite similar to making a cup of tea and uh, it can be both like raw and dried herbs and depending the amount it depends on the herb of juice um, so yeah it's, it's important to look up how much um, the dose of, of the of the herb that you are planning to uh, prepare and you know you can um, you know contact the herbalist or get some references or maybe you know someone who is into herbalism who can give me a reference and you take that, uh, for example, take one teaspoon of a dried herb um, or a fresh herb as well. Uh, and you can put it in a tea strainer or uh, place it in a teapot or a cup. Uh, and then you just heat, uh, heat water uh, until it boils and you just pour the water over the herbs. And you just let the hot water uh, pour uh, and let it steep for, it depends on the herb, um, but say in between 15 minutes to uh, to an hour and then you strain it um, and you kind of just drink it as a uh, as a tea. And, and infusions are more for like leaves uh, or petals. Um, and then you can also do decoctions and that's where you boil, um, the herb with the water. And that's more when you have roots, um, they are heavier to extract uh, uh, the 
medicine benefits uh, from, from roots. Or it could also be dried berries or seeds or, or barks. Um, so that's mostly when you do decoctions. So uh, that's uh, three simple ways that you can um, work with with herbs. So you don't have to make it so difficult, you know, it's like, uh, I mean, you can start with just one herb that you feel drawn to, as I said, and um, yeah, um, look up what, what's suitable for uh, taking in that herb and uh, just, just to like uh, play around with it a little bit. Uh, you can start with more gentle herbs, for example, um, like nettle, um, which is also very easy to find in nature uh, if you have uh, fortunate to, to, you know, um, go outside and uh, maybe you can go to a forest or something like that. Um, you might be able to find nettle or uh, other plants um, that are more like gentle. For example, raspberry leaves are also very gentle. Um, so yeah, you can just start with something uh, more gentle if you're precautious uh, on where to start. Mm. Yeah, that's lovely. And something that popped up for me since we're also working, uh, you and me, with more the spiritual side and the ceremony and ritual part, like what herbs uh, do you use in ceremony and for what? Why would you have the herbs in us? ritual for example mm, yeah that's also a good question why um i i guess i use as i said i have my little like herb family <laughs> you know there's these herbs that i always kind of work with um so i often like to include those in when i'm doing a ceremony uh, or a meditation for example uh, yes it's just to invite their energy you know um, and uh, often I use roses um, also because for me uh, rose is so connected to um, you know women and our wombs and uh, yeah it's an aphrodisiac as well so you know to invite that you know playful um, sensual and creative energy uh, so that's basically why I use uh, roses, for example. Um, and also, uh, I'm working a lot with motherwork. Um, it's such a beautiful herb, um, also as a um, woman's herb. Um, and to uh, invite, uh, I call her her, <laughs> uh, because she's like, for me, just the name of it, it's like a comforting mother, you know, mother word, um, that kind of holds me and uh, yeah, kind of, as I said, like push me into you know, the right direction. Um, yeah, so she has so many healing qualities that uh, I love to invite in, in ceremony as well. And, um, working with that so the, that's two examples of herbs that um that i like to include also and uh, another herb that um you can work with in the ceremony uh, that i feel very drawn to is myrrh 
Um, and you can use it as an essential oil, for example. And both you and me who are, you know, into this um, priestess path, uh, path uh, and connecting to your highest self and universe and connecting with the divine. You know, it's very similar to when I think about the crown chakra and uh, connecting with the divine feminine. Um, and, you know, we are in, you and me who are into uh, the goddess Inanna and Ishtar and you know her priestess used to carry mirror in her temples and mm. uh, so that's also a very beautiful way to connect with our ancestry uh, wisdom you know and how did they used to do it and um, yeah just to open up for uh, for uh, the divine feminine mm. That's so beautiful. And I love that you tapped into this with priestesses that uh, use these oils and plants. And now that I was visiting different sacred sites in Italy, in Sicily, I saw that uh, a lot of the artwork had roses in it with the mm. mother of God. And uh, it really goes back uh, further and with Isis and Inanna and Ishtar, as you said as well, the symbolics. And I think the rose also appears on a higher frequency for me when I'm doing healing work, definitely, because mm. it comes up like a medicine. And I just love that. So for now, that just I love plants. So when I was away for a couple of weeks, I was really trying to give energy to my plants from a distance because I knew that they wouldn't have as much attention as when I'm home and for some reason mm. when I came back they had they were very well actually and they pick up so much energy from the surroundings but also from us so it's really about working consciously and and becoming like like you said allies and and friends it's natural because we're made from the same earth so it's we're not separate so I love that and it's really interesting how so something that I love and what I've seen also with myself I want to share this as you tapped into the oils also a yeah. little bit and and this um, so if you are very and and just getting into the groundingness like something that really grounds you especially if you're like me like very vata or more like you know blood deficiency type you have a lot of dry skin uh, the oils can really ground you and I like I've reached a state in my life where I can't use and it's been a few years that I stopped with like regular you know creams that we used to use like these white chemical yeah. body <laughs> body stuff that that are just filled with like chemicals and perfumes I can't even stand the the scents anymore but mm. what I love then is to use oils uh, even on the face and and really what I noticed I had a period when I wasn't sleeping that well but when I oiled my feet before bed I felt like it grounded me and and the, the, the skin is so connected with the whole nervous system. And I think there, it's so powerful to use. So when, I, when we think about herbs, we can really use them in so many different ways that it's, it's not just like, yeah, just 
eating it or just drinking it. There's there's this energetic level and the physical level that also, like you said, mental, emotional. And I recently had uh, Amea uh, on the podcast who talked about flower essences. I don't know if you've worked with flower essences, very subtle, um, like back, back, back flower essences. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's a different, like that, that it shapes the water and the crystals in the water in that way and as we are also filled with water our body it's it can really affect the the way our body like the waters in our body are moving and the cells and everything yeah definitely i agree and that's another aspect of, of herbs as well herbs as well you can use them for skincare and you know beauty and there's a lot of people working with that specifically as well. Um, and yeah, so there, as you said, there are so many aspects uh, of it. And, you know, we are, we are also nature. So <laughs> um, we, uh, uh, yeah, we are part uh, of nature just as plants. So uh, exactly when example that we contain water and, uh, yeah, it's it's a beautiful description of it. So if you have any other uh, suggestion or tips you want to share right now before we end the call, I would love to hear if there's anything right now or anything that you're specifically doing right now that you want to share with the listeners. Um, yeah, but I would still like recommend to you um, you know, go out in nature and discover it for for yourself. And um, if there's any herb uh, you are drawn to, I mean, this is the perfect timing in living in the northern hemisphere in the summertime and it's uh, season of yama. Um, so you know, it's it's harvest time. So uh, there are so many uh, wonderful plants flourishing outside right now. So uh, I would definitely definitely recommend just spending time in nature uh, if, if, there, if you have time for that and tap into to herbs and you know see uh, what's drawn to you and if you have some specific herb that you want to work with you know there you can you know uh, use it so in so many ways that we describe and you can meditate with it you can sit with it you can bring a cup of tea or an infusion with it and sit next to the plant to have a meditation. So um, there are so many ways in you can, what you can work uh, with. So um, just tap into uh, what feels right for you and be open-minded and uh, uh, let the herbs uh, share their knowledge and wisdom with you. Um, and also, um, uh, you can uh, use the herbs for um, vaginal steaming, as we were talking about. Um, it's such a lovely way to give yourself, um, you know, a treat and, you know, really nourish yourself and, uh, uh, yeah, help you relax and get to know the herbs. So, um, yeah, there, there are so many ways of working with them. So, uh, just listen to to your intuition and uh, find your path mm, beautiful 
Thank you so much for sharing all of this. And I'm sure that we will share more as we're on a path of working with the goddess together. And maybe yes. we'll share also uh, the upcoming Sabbaths together, the, yes, love the that. points, the eight points. And yeah, thank you so much for being here. And maybe you oh, can share you. where people can find you uh, if they want to check your work out. Uh, sure. Um, the easiest way to find me is on Instagram at the Sacred Herbalism. Uh, or if someone wants to contact me, I'm, uh, you can send an email uh, on, uh, at uh, sacredherbalism at outlook.com. Mm. Great. And I'll, tag, I'll put that into the show notes as well. So thank you, Anna. Thank, thank you. you so much for being here today with me. Thank you so much for having me and having a lovely talk. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you got so much inspiration as I did from this conversation with Anna. And if you want to check her out on Instagram, you can find her under Sacred Herbalism and you have the links in the show notes as well. If you do have any comments or feedback, connect with me on Instagram. And I do appreciate everyone who's leaving ratings and reviews on iTunes. It really helps the podcast to be... Uh, spread out and to just help others to find this so that they can just learn from these beautiful amazing teachers and guides that I have on the podcast so thank you so much for listening take a deep inhalation in through the nose now and exhale and have a beautiful day